It's time for the most dangerous man in America. It's time for Boondock Goddamn Underground. Right. I want the fucking Boondock. Kill him. Must burn. Kill him. King of the drop. The <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> How you San Francisco 49er fans holding up? <laughs> oh my god, I hate San Francisco so much. I hate the 49ers more than almost anything in my entire life. The only thing that I hate more than the San Francisco 49ers and their stupid fucking fans is the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> I hate them both. Hey, welcome to the big show, man. Uh, you know, we've been absent for a few weeks, but we've been absent because there's been a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. Uh, a lot of new sponsors, shifting some things around, uh, shifting responsibilities around for people. And... Uh, we are uh, experimenting with some uh, new stuff and some new co-hosts and all kinds of sh- all kinds of shit. So uh, we've been absent, and today we're just gonna do kind of a, a quickie um, because the game's just wrapped up, and we'll talk a little bit about that and a few other things that are going on. Uh, Carl is is off for today. Uh, Bradley's off for today. Uh, no females on. It's just going to be me solo. Um, I know that you're dying to hear everything that I have to say, and you're you're fascinated by my words. Uh, I promise I won't make the entire thing about the San Francisco 49ers losing, uh, but it's going to be a big chunk because I hate those motherfuckers so much. I really do. It's it's almost uh, it's almost a sickness. I feel like maybe uh, there's something that is going on with my life that I I I have a I have a problem, uh, and it's an emotional problem that's linked to something, and I get uh, severe joy when I watch a San Francisco team lose. I don't know what it is exactly. I was in church today because I'm a walking fucking contradiction, and I was listening to the church today, and I, and uh, the preacher was talking about all these different things that go on in your brain, serotonin, um, endorphins. Uh, all this stuff that happens in your brain, you know, all these chemicals that get released. And the only thing I was thinking was uh, when the Niners lose, I don't, whatever the, whatever the, the uh, substance that is released and excreted, excreted, secreted. <laughs> I've been drinking. I'm homeschooled. Uh, when you get secret, when you whatever that thing is, it gets secreted from your brain that goes into your system and makes you happy as fuck. That's what happens to me when I watch San Francisco lose. When they win, I get incredibly irritated. Here's the thing, though: I'm a big sports fan. Did sports talk for CBS for several years? Uh, been talking about sports, been uh, paying attention to sports, watching sports my entire fucking life, right? So when I see stuff that happens, um, I'm not just one of those people who's like a blind fan. Like when the when the Patriots weren't great, uh, but they won anyway. I always were. I would always talk about the things that they could have done better and the fact that they were lucky to have gotten away with a victory. That's why winning a Super Bowl and getting into the playoffs is so difficult in the NFL because the best team doesn't always win, right? Because it's only one game. Now, in baseball, 
you have a series, right? Every single uh, game that you play is part of a series all the way through into the playoffs and into the World Series, right? Uh, that's why it's called the World Series. If you didn't know that, then you probably shouldn't be getting up in the morning and going to work because you're dangerous to society. Um, so oftentimes the best team will win, right? The team that is set up best uh, and is it, 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 it is, is, is really uh, kind of, um, um, uh, what do you call it? manufactured and built to win. In baseball, they build them a little bit differently, but in football, it's a little bit different the way they build them. Um, and so when I see something like the San Francisco 49ers losing the Super Bowl a couple of years ago to Kansas City, when there was no reason for them to lose that game, um, I'm happy because I hate San Francisco. But I'm irritated because they should have won that game. You had uh, Kyle Shanahan, who's, who's got great football lineage, right? Uh, son of Mike Shanahan, uh, legendary coach. Um, he's just a guy that, that, you know, probably forgot more about football than most people have ever known about football. And Kyle Shanahan was the beneficiary of that, right? So he gets in there. He has San Francisco, a very talented team. He's a talented coach. He's a smart guy. He's progressive. He, he, uh, you know, he, just, he knows what he's doing. He's able to get the best out of his fucking players. I think they respect him. Uh, but San Francisco has a, 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 an elite team on both sides of the ball, defense and offense. They just do. Debo Samuel and, and, and Kittle and... Um, in, in Bosa, and they've got a good secondary. They've got great linebackers. They have a great defensive line. They have a great offensive line. Their Achilles is Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy should be Jimmy Handoffalo, but he's not. He's Jimmy Pickoffalo. That's what he does. That's what he does. He throws picks. He's not good at this. He overthrows his... You know, his receivers by 10, 15 yards, he, he, he's not super accurate. He gets happy feet. He chucks the ball around when he shouldn't. He throws inopportune uh, interceptions. I'm not talking about interceptions when you're up by 40 points in the fourth quarter. I'm talking about when the game's on the line, man. That's what he does. He throws those interceptions. He's just a fucking idiot, man. And you just can't figure it out. I'm just, I'm lost with it. But I knew when he was in New England that that's what he was. Yeah, he has some flashes of, of, of being, you know, really good. But the problem is he's incredibly inconsistent. You can't count on him. He's probably going to be gone from San Francisco anyway. But these guys dropped like 120, 130 million on him. I mean, talk about really missing, right? San Francisco drops 130 million dollars on on uh, Colin Kaepernick, and and then 130 million dollars on Jimmy fucking Garoppolo. Talk about 260 million dollars of fucking wasted money. Really, really, man. Those are the two fucking morons that you decided to drop all that cash on, and you let Alex Smith walk. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, this team should have won that game today against the Rams. They didn't. They should have won the game uh, in Kansas City, or uh, the Super Bowl uh, when they played Kansas City. They didn't. They were up by 10 with six and a half minutes left to go. All they had to do was run the fucking ball, and they couldn't even do that. 
You know, you, you, they instead they started letting Jimmy Garoppolo throw the ball, and he was overthrow uh, his his receivers. He fumbled a couple of balls. He threw like two or three interceptions in the last few minutes. I mean, it's just. I mean, talk about a team that snatches defeat from the jaws of victory. Nobody does it better than the 49ers, and Shanahan needs to take that blame, man. It is on him, and it's on Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm telling you right now, football is not that easy of a game. There's a lot of idiosyncrasies. There's a lot of ins and outs and 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 and, and nuances to the game. You have to know what you're doing, but I legit could coach that Niner team to a fucking Super Bowl victory because it doesn't take that much. Defense, run the ball. You got the best all-round offensive player in the league, probably Debo Samuel, and you still can't fucking get it done. Unbelievable. And L.A., who is not a great football town, right? There's a lot of people in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles County, the surrounding areas, there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of great football fans. There's a lot of great sports fans. A lot of knowledgeable sports fans. Sometimes people give shit to Dodger fans, but I'll tell you what, there's always twice as many fans at Dodger Stadium than there are in San Francisco. I'm sorry, that's a fact. And people will say, well, it's not quite as full as our stadium. Yeah, that's fine, but your stadium's half the size as Chavez Ravine, so stop being a fucking moron. Those are some knowledgeable, hardcore fans. Yeah, you've got a bunch of goof fans as well, but you're going to have that when you have a big city, right? But they're a baseball town, and they're a basketball town. They love the Lakers, and they love their, their Dodgers. The problem with L.A. is that there's been a lot of teams that have gone in there and then turned around and left, right? The Clippers were there for a while. They went down to San Diego. They came back up to L.A., um, and it, 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 the Clippers weren't even originally in LA, you know, uh, then you had, uh, you had the LA Kings that, that, you know, came to LA, I believe in the, in the eighties, it might've been in the, you know, the early eighties. Um, you had, you had the Rams and you had, and they were there for a while. Then they left and went to St. Louis. Then you had, uh, the Raiders who came in from Oakland who were there for, you know, whatever it was, a decade and a half or whatever, and then turned around and left and went back to Oakland and then went to fucking Vegas. You've had a few years where there were no NFL team at all, no NFL representation in L.A. So what happens to L.A. fans who, have, who are football fans when all of their teams leave they have to find another team to root for. So a lot of a lot of them are Niner fans. A lot of them are Raider fans. A lot of them are fans of of the Chargers. A lot of them are, are fans of teams all over the place. Plus, LA is a melting pot, right? So the NFL doesn't get a lot of love in LA. Um, so you had a lot of Niner fans there. Great defense, great running game, solid fan base in LA watching that game. Not just in LA, but people who traveled down made the six and a half hour drive. Uh, to that stadium, which is real close to Compton, by the way. And and you had all the makings of an easy win. That team is built for the playoffs, and they just can't get it done. And I hate San Francisco, man. And, and people always ask me, why do I hate San Francisco so fucking much? They, it, there's a lot of fucking different reasons, all right? There's a lot of reasons. Their fans suck, all right? Their fans absolutely suck. Uh, look, it, in the Midwest and on the East Coast, you have really strong sports fans. Not a lot to do in the Midwest. Not a lot to do on the East Coast. It's very cold in the wintertime. you got to stay indoors. Uh, it's not like the West Coast. The West Coast, you can do stuff outdoors all the time. You've got, you know, 
beautiful scenery. You've got beaches. You've got you've got surfing. You've got you know snowboarding up in the hills. You've got um, you've got uh, hiking and camping and um, you know boating and you can do shit all year round. And it, just in the Sacramento area, you can go an hour and get up into snow and be snowboarding, and and you can drive an hour and a half and be surfing in Pacifica. Like there's a million things to do. So the fan bases out here are not as like they're just not as passionate about sports not all of them there's a lot of passionate sports fans uh but but uh you see it all the time when the Niners lose when the Giants lose it's like oh well and then next let's go do some other shit let's go to the beach or something right it's that's always how it is whereas if you're a Cleveland Browns fan and the Cleveland Browns lose you're like fuck it man what am I gonna do slip my fucking wrist there's nothing to do like at all until next football season, right? I mean, you watch baseball. Sports takes on a completely different life in the Midwest and in uh, on the East Coast. The West Coast is way more laid back, way more things to do, and there's just too much shit going on for you to sit around belly aching and bitching because your team didn't make it to the fucking Super Bowl, right? Everyone's like, well, I'll just wait for baseball season. And then when baseball season's over and they don't go to the fucking World Series and they're like, well, fuck it, man, whatever, man, let's go, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's go fishing. It's like, it's just what they do here in the West Coast. Plus, this is a, an area where people have migrated to and they've moved out west whereas on the mid, uh, in the midwest and on the east coast especially you have generations of families and they 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 do sports together right i'm sorry that's just the way it is it's a it's a it's a cultural thing and this country is split up into many different pieces and it is it there's a lot of different you know nuances in this country on the east coast the midwest the west coast very different things very different places that's why when people talk about you know um having um uh when you when you're voting and you we should have it just be you know the popular vote should determine the president well you have most of the 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 country's population is is in new york la and in Chicago, you've, you, I mean, those three places alone take up most of the <laughs> the country's population, right? So, I mean, Jesus Christ, dude, California says it has 40 million people. They probably have about 45 to 50 million because we just, some people, we just don't fucking count. Uh, but let's just say we have 40 million. That's 2 million more than they have in all of Canada, right? So, uh, so because there's so much differences and because there's there's so many cultural differences in this country... Um, you can't just, you have to have the, the electoral college. I won't get down into the, I'm not going to get into politics. I will say this, though. Uh, I am in full support of those Canadian truckers, and they have said they're going to stay in Ottawa uh, until, until Justin Trudeau retires, uh, quits, uh, or is forced out of office or something, and I support that 100%. That guy is a panty-waist bitch deluxe. So um, I have, I mean, the only person that I can't stand more than that fucking Justin Trudeau out in Canada is Gavin Newsom, and both those guys look like they were fucking separated at birth. Uh, both of them have cleft assholes. I can't stand either one of them, uh, but, uh, but uh, big support out there to the Canadian truckers. So why I hate San Francisco, their fans are just not passionate. 
They're not passionate. They're not very knowledgeable. Not all of them. Don't everyone fucking have an aneurysm. Oh, this is I know a lot too. And they're always bitching and talking about Joe Montana. Yeah, that's fucking fantastic. He's on the Mount Rushmore. He's fucking great. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Mad respect to him. I've met him a hundred times. Good dude. Uh, Tom Brady's hero. I get it, man. But that was a long fucking time ago, brother. He left San Francisco over 30 years ago. Last time y'all won a fucking Super Bowl, it was 28 fucking years ago. You were a dynasty in the 80s. You're one of the greatest franchises in football history, no doubt. So is Dallas. So is Green Bay. So is Pittsburgh. So is New England. But those fan bases are just better than you. <laughs> they just are. You just don't have a lot of passion. You don't have a lot of fucking knowledge. And uh, fortunately for you guys, you've had some some good owners and some decent GMs. You had one of the greatest football coaches of all time, Bill Walsh. You had one of the greatest football players of all time, Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, John Taylor, Ricky Waters, uh, fucking... Ronnie Lott, you've you, you've had Hall of Fame players. It's a, a proud tradition of football, and I got respect for the organization because of that, but your fan base sucks dick, and I can't fucking stand them, and that's why when they fucking lose, it, it, it releases more dopamine than when my team wins because I can't stand them so fucking much. Uh, big love out to the Cincinnati Bengals, my buddy Joe Cool, uh, Joe Burrow, who um, had the greatest... Uh, football season for a quarterback in, in NCAA history when he won the national championship at LSU. And then he has done, uh, you know, listen, came to Cincinnati. That team sucked dick. Sucked dick when he got there. I think they won four or five games last year. Got his head knocked off a few times, but was pretty damn good last year. He has progressed to be really good this year. And he took him from a four-win team to the Super Bowl. Right? And that is a that is a fan base that is very passionate and deserves a Super Bowl. I'm not a big L.A. Rams fan. In fact, I don't like them at all. I never have. I don't like McVay. I think he's over-fucking-rated. I think he's a shitty coach. I think he makes bad decisions, but he's got such a talented team that he accidentally wins. Um, and and uh, I think he'll probably figure out a way to blow it in the Super Bowl. I might be wrong, but we'll see. I hope I like Cincinnati. I want Cincinnati to win. Um, and I'm going to pick Cincinnati to win. I don't, I don't know what the score is going to be. I, I don't know, 27 to 20. I don't know. It's, it's going to be one of those games, I think, that probably won't get a lot of views. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are happy that Tom Brady isn't in it, and there's been a lot of rumors going around that Tom Brady retired. Tom Brady's agent and Tom Brady's dad said that's not true. He hasn't made a decision yet, so we're going to have to wait and see about that. But, um, listen... L.A. Rams, got a lot of stars, man. But the good story, the feel-good story, is that Cincinnati team. And I love me some Joe Burrow. I'd love to see that dude win that Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens. Kansas City. Man, you know, everyone talks about how uh, Mahomes is the baby goat. And no doubt, man, Mahomes is a stud. Uh, watching that dude is... I. It, it sometimes he does shit that I'm not talking about his like sidearm throws and shit that does nothing for me. I can do that. I, I can't do it like him. Uh, but if you grow up your whole life and your dad's a professional baseball player, a pitcher, and you have great lineage and you have, you know, great genes, then, you know, if you apply yourself and, and Patrick seems like good dude, I don't dislike Patrick, 
But I'm glad he didn't go, and he looked like absolute shit garbage in the second half of that game against Cincinnati the same way Aaron Rodgers looked like shit against San Francisco uh, in the in the conference championship game, um, or the division was it? What, what would they play? Producer Mike D. Oh, whatever. The, the, the last week uh, <laughs> looked like garbage. Uh, so yeah. So there you go. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that um, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be back next year. I don't know. I've heard a lot of stuff that he's going to be gone. Um, all of the people that I've that I've got uh, uh, connections with, and all of my my sources that I had while I was doing sports talk for CBS, um, I've reached out to a few of them. They all seem to think that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be gone. I'm not 100% sure what they're going to do. Um, I, I don't know if 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 the kid, the, the kid they picked up out of college, I don't know if he can, I don't know if he's going to be the guy. Um, I guess he'll be the guy for right now. I'll tell you what San Francisco should have done. What San Francisco should have done a few years ago Um Two, two years ago, Tom Brady wanted to come play for San Francisco. I mean, it, all of the people that I, that I have connections with in the NFL and in sports uh, said that, that was, he, behind the scenes, he was desperately trying to go to San Francisco. And San Francisco was like, nah, we're cool. We're going to go with Jimmy. Fuck it. Fuck up a low. And I was like, wow. Number one, thank you, Jesus, because I fucking hate San Francisco and Tom Brady is my favorite sports person of all time. I would hate it if he went to San Francisco. But I can tell you this, if he did go to San Francisco, y'all would have won two of the last three fucking Super Bowls. I guarantee you that. You would have won the one uh, against Kansas City. You probably would have won again the following year uh, when when uh, Tom went and won. Uh, you you probably would have went this year. Uh, I'm just... I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. Anyway, um, so yeah. And the other thing about San Francisco 49er fans is that they, they act entitled all the fucking time, man. You know, they just, it, when they win, it's because they're the greatest team of all time and the fucking bang bang and all that other dopey shit that they fucking say. Um, but when they lose, it's like always somebody else's fault. The fucking, you know, somebody fucked up or the fucking referees suck or whatever that new stadium blows you can't even fucking uh, tailgate there san francisco the city itself is a is a shit box everyone knows about it right you people shitting in the streets you got hyperdermic needles all over the fucking place that people are playing fucking darts with you know you have to you have to walk around homeless that are lying in the fucking streets and look homelessness sucks and i wish we could figure out a way to fix it and i'm not angry at the homeless but for the love of god man somebody who could go in there and manage the city better might be able to do a better fucking job but that's liberal fucking nutbag city deluxe number one right and so a lot of the ways that these clowns these these 49er fans act emulates that elitist entitled shitbox liberal nonsense that they have in fucking san francisco and so when they lose it's kind of got like a double meaning for me so I love that. You know what I mean? Um, the other thing uh, is, is, is for some reason, I think it's because, I don't know, because uh, Kaepernick, you know, had nice muscles and Garoppolo's, like, oddly handsome. A lot of women, like, that don't really pay attention to sports but say that they do will go out and buy the Garoppolo jersey or the number seven jersey and then just, you know, just gush all over Facebook there's one this this girl that I know specifically does is gushing all over with her Niner gear on and she's kissing some dude talking about Sunday fun day with my favorite human. By the way, that girl, 
uh, like three and a half weeks ago was trying to get me to do nasty shit to her when she was DMing me. But all of a sudden in the last three and a half weeks met like the man of her dreams. And now it's Sunday fun day with her fucking favorite human. How the fuck do you meet somebody and determine that they're your favorite fucking human in three weeks? Like, usually it takes me a couple of years to decide if somebody's, like, in my top five humans. And then it's a battle to see who's going to be the fucking favorite. And usually, not usually, all the time, certainly in the last 16 years, they've been a runner-up to my daughter, who's my favorite human. So, uh, well, congratulations to that girl, though, who probably doesn't even know that the San Francisco 49ers lost, despite the fact that she has the Garoppolo jersey and runs around talking about bang-bang. So... Whatever, uh, be that as it may. Uh, so we have some some really cool shows that are coming up um, that I think everybody's going to really, really fucking like and dig. We've got some great guests that are going to be coming on the show uh, as well. We've got a lot of really, um, a lot of really fun and, um, and uh, entertaining shows things that are happening with the Boondock Underground show. Lots of great guests, um, guys and gals that you, and I swear to God I would never say the word gal, but I just did. Uh, guys and girls who are going to be coming on the show, um, singers, actresses, uh, leaders in the community, all kinds of shit, right? We're, gonna, we're just going to be, we've got a lot of people on deck for that. Um, a lot of this stuff because of COVID. I got COVID a few weeks ago and had to like quarantine a little bit. My daughter got it. That was something that I didn't want to happen because my daughter's got an underlying medical condition. So, but she had a fever for one day and then was like feeling, you know, jumping up and down the, every day after that. Me personally, I had it and was just fine. Uh, it was a cold, you know what I mean? So I'm guessing it was the Omicron variant or whatever the fuck it was. Um, so uh, between that and trying to set up all this new stuff and then a lot of the guests that are going to be coming on the show and a lot of the, the, the new stuff that I'm trying to put together for the show can't really happen until winter is over uh, because of some just specifics and some um, demographic things and some, and some logistical things. Uh, so once spring hits, you're going to start hearing a lot of differences on the fucking show. But I really appreciate everybody reaching out. Because we didn't put a shutout for the last few weeks or so, I had literally hundreds of emails and private messages asking me what's going on. So that's what's going on. We're, we've we've kind of graduated from, you know, we started this thing off a few years ago. It was the Patriot Boys. We, we graduated it to Boondock Underground. Um, we've had Tom McClintock on. We've had Kevin Kiley on. We've reached out to Ding Dong fucking... Gavin Newsom a million times, but he hasn't come. We've had Mark S. Allen. We've had Cameron Matthews. We've had singers. We've had actors. We've had celebrities on. Um, uh, we have, you know, just just a lot of, you know, Miss Poindexter, the, like, King Kong of OnlyFans. We've had a lot of people on, and we are building this thing, but now we've been able to take it to the next level, right? Like, so we had it to here, we got our studio, we got sponsors, we got all this stuff, and then we started seeing the downloads, like, blowing through the roof, and they were coming from all over the fucking world, and I'm, like, trying to figure out if if, if a mistake was made, how did this happen? Um, and uh, so it's just grown leaps and bounds, and because of that, uh, we've had to make some adjustments um, so that we can uh, make the infrastructure work 
for the growth that we have. And that's what's happening right now. So we're growing physically. We're growing uh, emotionally. We're going to have just more emotional shows. Um, we um, are, are bringing in bigger guns, uh, bigger guests, bigger sponsors, um, and bigger ideas. Things that would normally get me in trouble or arrested uh, or thrown off the air in terrestrial radio. I've got planned for this. I've already done things that could have, could have had me arrested or thrown off or had the FCC find me over the last year or so, but we're going to take it to the next level even more so. We want it to be entertaining for you, and we want you to be able to look forward to it, and we want to be able to bring different voices on too because I don't want you to just hear my perspective. I want, you know you know, insight and funniness and, and comedy and, uh, and, and even deep conversations sometimes from different people, different cultures, you know, different sexes, just the two. <laughs> and, and, uh, and I'm an, and I'm an open-minded cat. I feel the way I feel and I think the way I think, uh, but I don't think I'm better than anybody else. I don't think I'm smarter than any, well, uh, I do. Uh, I don't think that uh, my way is better than everybody else's. This is just the way I think, but I like to bring other thinkers on too. So uh, we're going to be doing all that shit, and you're going to be the proud uh, recipient of that. And we really appreciate you guys, seriously. Um, Just hundreds of thousands of downloads, well past 1.5 million now, and uh, moving upward and onward. Um. Working on YouTube, but we have kind of shifted a lot of stuff over to Rumble instead because YouTube is fucking communist. So we want to we want to make sure that we have a free speech platform to be on. So we're m- moving a lot of everything over to um, over to Rumble, and we'll give you the information on that in the days to come, the weeks to come, um, and a lot of great other I don't know, just just tons of great stuff that that we got coming up, and we 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 just we really appreciate y'all. And uh, and your support and everything else. So I just didn't want anybody to think that we forgot about you, motherfuckers. We didn't. Um, and so uh, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'll tell you this, and I'll close with this, right? And then we'll have a brand new show next Saturday night, and it's gonna be there's gonna be a bunch of us on, and it's gonna be fun and wild like it's been in the past. Uh, but I got some crazy shit going on. I literally was looking at a clock, my clock the other day. I don't know what the fuck is happening with me. I don't know if it's because I need therapy, which I obviously do. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, if it's because I'm, I'm depressed or I'm bored, or, or I, I don't know, I don't feel any of those things. But maybe I am. But I was looking at my clock, and I've got this Alexa, right? And uh, I, uh, Alexa, hey, who's the greatest quarterback of all time? Brady is the greatest of all time. It's not even close. God damn. <laughs> Thanks, Alexa. She knows. Uh, anyway, uh, it, my Alexa's got like the clock on it. And I was looking at the clock and I couldn't sleep because I never can. And I looked at the clock and it said 1.23 a.m. And I'm not fucking with you. That clock switched from 1.23 to 1.25 and nothing in between. And I'm not kidding. I, I'm, I was so tired and, and my life is so bizarre that I literally looked at it and saw that it skipped 124. And I said to myself, 
I probably forgot to wind it. I don't even know what the fuck that means. What the fuck does that even mean? It means nothing. It means nothing. Strange shit, man. But hey, appreciate you listening. We're going to have more great shit coming on. Uh, I want to say fuck you to the San Francisco 49er fans. Um, I want to say <laughs> congratulations to the L.A. Rams. Congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow, I hope you win. Uh, the Super Bowl's in a couple of weeks. Big shout-out to my people out there at the Brickyard. Been going over there for the last couple of days there, and they've just added some new shit over there, a stage for music and a lot of great stuff. So if you find yourself in El Dorado Hills, head on over to Brickyard over there in El Dorado Hills. You'll love it. Uh, my boy Nick runs and owns Milestone across the street there in Town Center. If you're looking for a good place to go eat, you go check that out as well. So you got Brickyard and you got Milestone. Milestone's a little more for like a pricey bring the date, first date or anniversary. And uh, Brickyard's more of the wings, game, live music, let's have a good time vibe. So awesome all around. All right, that's it for me. Check me out on the IG, Boondock Clan. All right, is it? Is that what it is? Oh, producer Mike D, what is it? Oh, it's Boontang Clan. Boontang Clan. You get it? Yeah, check it out. All right, dude, I'm out, y'all. Super gay. It'd be a lot cooler if you did.